Hi. Hello. Hello. Allie, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you oh, hear good. Me? Yeah. yeah. I think um, Krista and Farron are on. Uh, I, I heard from a couple of people that they weren't going to be here tonight. But so hi, Krista. Hi, Farron. You can use the, the chat uh, that's in the bottom right corner. Farron says, hola. Nailed that it. Hello in Spanish. So thanks, Allie. Welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Farron's laughing at your jokes. Um <laughs> Crowdcast is new for us, and so we're we're learning tonight. But welcome to uh, how to get together. Um, and uh, you know we are recording this tonight as well for the hundreds who told me that they uh, were gonna you know couldn't make it tonight, but we're super interested. So, um, Krista Farron, glad y'all are here. Uh, Krista, <laughs> Krista says, please set up as many meetings as possible. I need to get out of it. We're doing this again tomorrow night. So uh, it may just be you and me, Krista. What? Sure. We're happy to help. <laughs> happy to help. Or maybe, maybe Krista, you just have a get together every night. Maybe Ooh. you just, you know, you take what you learned tonight and put it into practice uh, and you, you can get out of bedtime routine every night that way for Love the it. kingdom of God. It Do it all for Jesus. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, here's what we're going to do tonight. Allie and I are going to, um, you know, and this sh shouldn't take too long, but it's fancy to call it a webinar. So uh, so that's what we're doing. But we're going to talk about, um, you know, what a get together is. We're going to talk about why it matters. We're going to talk about um, uh, how to facilitate and effectively follow up. We're going to talk about um, possible excuses you might have for not going to a get together or participating in a get together. Uh, we're going to talk about um, how to invite your friends and neighbors to a get together. Um, we're going to talk about what else, Allie, uh, how to stay safe during COVID. Yes, big one. I think, and I think that's about it. And then uh, see if there are any questions at the end. Farron is going to also share her experience at some point. Um, she doesn't know when we're just going to invite her on the screen. Um, so be ready. Whenever, <laughs> whenever there's a lull in our conversation. So just, <laughs> so just get ready, Farron. Um, <laughs> she says, I am ready. So good. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think one of the things as we think about the get together and, and we're going to talk about why we think it's the most important thing that we do as a church, more important, maybe not the most, but, you know, certainly up there, um, you know, the, the way, and this is counterintuitive, but the way that, that we can grow the church best not just for like butts and seats, right? Not just like for growth sake, but because we believe that that God is doing something and that that the uh, uh, the connection with a faith community can transform not only the individual life but the world. Um, the way that we grow that movement is by getting smaller, mm -hmm. um, and that's so counterintuitive, mm -hmm. um, but. I believe that's the future of the church. It's not necessarily, you know, um, worship services with four to 500 people or four to 5,000 people, which just sounds awful, <laughs> especially now. Right. Um, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I go back all the time to what my friend Jerry would say is Jesus never got together or never said to the disciples, you know, y'all get together once a week and tell me how great I am. Right. That, that, that's not what, what Jesus was about. Um, what Jesus did is uh, gathered 
in homes. He went to people's homes. I mean, think of Zacchaeus. He ate mm-hmm. with uh, with sinners and tax collectors and uh, the marginalized and, and invited them into communion, into belonging. Um, and that's where the real transformation happens. And it reminds me of the Pentecost story too, right? When, um, you know, the spirit comes from heaven uh, and uh, descends uh, and there's wind and there's fire um, and and they're speaking in different languages. And, and, and it's this moment of birth for the church. It's this moment that the spirit captivates them and sends them into the world. And then what do they do? What do they do? They don't, they don't storm the temple, right? They don't throw a big party. They go home. They go home. And what Acts 2 says is that um, they, they, they went home and they attended to the apostles' teaching, to the prayers, to the fellowship, and breaking of bread. Those four things. Uh, and doing it around homes. And what that did, you know, and that started a movement. They were empowered then, right, to go into the world and to change the world. The revolution began at home. And so when we say on Sunday mornings, right, that everybody's local somewhere, you know, home, is, right, right where you are, I love where you are, is is going back to the beginning of the Christian movement, right? That's where it all started. Um, and so there is so much power in um, in the small group gathering because it's in these places uh, where, where transformation, uh, takes root. Um, and, uh, and, and it's, it's not just something either that, that, and I think this is why we're having this webinar tonight, um, is it's not just something to, and I'll stop talking and let you talk in a minute, Allie, uh, <laughs> but not something to like hide under a bushel or keep to ourselves, right? It is something to be shared. Um, so much of what we do at the local church is rooted in relationship, rooted in community, um, and, and I like to, you know, you may have heard me use this, um, metaphor example, whatever before, um, you know, and it's about the word evangelism and evangelism can be a really scary word for people, you know, because of the ways that that word has been hijacked because mm-hmm. of what it has come to, to mean and what images it conjures up. Right. Like, um, you know, I remember on, at, at in college at JMU, you know, there, there would be the, the preacher in, um, you know, who would stand on the soapbox in front of the dining hall and just shout at people, right. In the name of evangelism. Well, that's not what it is. You know, that's not what it is. Um, evangelism like literally means to carry the good news. Um, and, um, and to, to carry the gospel. And, and so when we think about evangelism too, I think of two images, I think of a convertible and Carrie Underwood, and I think of like a a bus or a van and the Muppets. Right. And here's what I mean by that. Right. Um, the, I went over this with Allie earlier. She hates the Muppets and I didn't know that about her. Um, it doesn't ruin the analogy. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, you and my mom should hang out cause she hates the Muppets too. Um, but anyway, you know, there's this idea of evangelism. Like think of a, think, think of a convertible, right? A two seater where it's just you and Jesus and Jesus is driving because Jesus take the wheel. Right. And, and you pull up to somebody and they're, they, they're in need over here and um, you know, maybe they're hurt. Maybe they're, maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe, you know, they're grieving and, and you say to them, Hey, do you know Jesus? What's wrong? Do you know Jesus? And they're like, who? And you say, Hey, just say this prayer and you'll be saved and have a nice day. And then you drive off. Right. Well, I mean, is that what this is about? You know, and then you just like add a tally mark to, uh, to your wall 
Got him. Got him. Do people still do that? Um, no. Uh, and then who knows? Nobody knows. And so, so there's that image. This has gone off the rails very quickly. Um, the, the second image is, uh, is, is the Muppet van, right? The electric mayhem van. And the idea is you pull up to somebody, they're having a bad day and, you know, or, or they're hurt or they're grieving or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and you don't leave them in the dust, right? Uh, you invite them on board. You know, you, you know, that, you know, that, that image of the Muppets where they're all like in the front seat singing and they're all crammed in together and it, <laughs> you know, which during COVID, I don't know. I hope they're all wearing masks. Right. But, but totally. Yeah. Um, that's evangelism like that's what this this life of jesus is like because as soon as somebody gets on the bus right your direction changes it's like we say every week like we're more whole with you right like we change our community is transformed by your presence um and and when when folks get on the bus um you know maybe our direction changes our community changes uh and and so that is really the image of what we're trying to do tonight um, with how to get to that. That's why this matters. So um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was rough, Allie. That was just, I, it was great. Chris is with us. Farron, I hope you're with us too. <laughs> we're all getting on the bus. Ooh, and Allie, neither Allie or nor I had anything to drink. Well, I can't speak for Allie. I did. Not. I did not. Um, yeah, I didn't either. So anyway, Allie, um, what is, what is a get together? Tell well, me. Let's talk about it. The get togethers, uh, Brent was talking, we talked about getting smaller. So there are small ish groups or small gatherings that happen right in your homes, wherever you are. Um, they, when our Sunday liturgy ends, Sunday morning service is over. That's where the work begins in our homes. Um, this is the ability to take what we talk about on Sunday mornings make it local, apply it in your own lives, go a little bit deeper in your relationships with Christ and with your neighbors, with your families, with your loved ones. Um, They are, you know, the words we use, we say every time get together are small gatherings that happen wherever you're comfortable, whenever it makes sense and with whomever you choose. So we say, what, what's the analogy? It's like the uh, chopped. Like chopped. Yeah. So you get the basket of all the goods. We give you all that you need. And then you make it your own wherever you want with whomever, whenever. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We'll talk 10, more 15, about it. Yeah. 10, 15 a.m. Every, every Sunday morning, the get together guide is in your inbox. And that, yeah. that's your, those are your ingredients. That's the, the box of, of, uh, of stuff. And you can make of it what you will, you know? Um, yeah. Well, in Chopped, you know, they have all the other shelf ingredients. Uh-huh. So you can bring all those too, which sure. is what's so cool about it. You're not limited. Yeah. You're not limited. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think this, uh, you know, uh, it, again, it's, it's a bit counterintuitive, you know, and I always think back to what, um, what somebody said one time about Henry Ford, the inventor of the automobile, right. When, um, you know, when, when they, uh, he said something like, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have told me a faster horse um, instead of not being able to see fully the, the power, the transformation that the automobile would bring. Um, and, uh, and I think of Steve jobs too, who said, people don't know what they need until we give it to them, <laughs> which sounds, yeah, 
Okay, relevant. My grandma had a birthday last week. She got an Instant Pot for her birthday from my uncle, but she's hesitant to use it because she's like, well, I don't need that. I have a crock pot. I can cook on the stove. But we're trying to convince her that like, no, it it's been life changing for us. Like we love it. I just cooked in the instant pot last night. Like look at all these great things we can do. And she said, yeah, like when I guess when I got my microwave, I said, I don't need a microwave. Why would I need a microwave? I have what I can do. And now she can't live without her microwave. She uses it every day. She loves it. And so she doesn't know what she's missing until she gives it a shot. And it could be life changing for her. It could not, but there's so much you can do with it. I, you know, that's the instant pot is really a great metaphor a, for yeah, the get-togethers. <laughs> I think so too, because uh, it the pressure builds up. You just throw the ingredients <laughs> in, the pressure builds up. You add a little bit of Holy Spirit liquid. Yep. Yeah. And then you release it back into the world. You release, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, no, that's great. And so the get-togethers are the instapots of um, <laughs> the local church. Of the local church. Yeah, that's right. Um, sure. <laughs> no, I think it works. I think it works. No, but, but like, um, <laughs> uh, thanks Krista. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. Affirm- we were just talking about, I was telling Allie about how I needed affirmation. So thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I think y'all know this church is more and becoming more than, than worship, you know, than sitting in a pew and, or in a row in a chair and just like receiving. And, you know, that's why we're so intentional on Sunday mornings of saying like, well, you're not watching us, you're participating. Um, because church is more than just a consumptive activity. That's why we call it liturgy because it's work. It's the work of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I think what people think they want, um, whether they know it or, or whether, whether they're aware of it or not is like that traditional experience of just like sitting and receiving, but what happens is, you know, with the get together is that it puts you in the driver's seat. You know, you are just as much a part of the conversation um, as as I am, as mm-hmm. the preacher, as Ali is, as worship leader. Mm-hmm. And we're all better for it. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're not in community together, you're only getting a fraction of the life that God intends for us, you know. Um, and church can be a really isolating activity, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so the ingredients is not just the, the things that we put in your get together guide. It's the friendships, you know, um, the friends you make along the way. Right. Um, yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's what a get together is. It's, it's a small, you're right, Ali, a small gathering that can happen wherever, whenever, with whomever. Um, yeah. Which like, that's a lot of responsibility for people, you know, that's how we're here to help. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so here's why, here's why this matters. Um, a couple of reasons. One, we're uh, as, as lonely as we've ever been. Um, uh, super lonely, super lonely. Uh, Allie and I were just talking before and in our, when we were preparing about how lonely I am. Uh, and, uh, but it's true. Like there is a loneliness epidemic, you know, and COVID has only exacerbated that. And, and, you know, one of the things that we heard um, as we were preparing to gather the get-together or to, to launch the get-together um, as a part of TLC Plus is, is a desire for that connection, a desire for that community. 
Um, and that's right. Like we have that innate need because when we, when we connect with other people, we are connecting with God. We are having, we have a fuller picture of who God is. Um, one of our core values of the local church is with, is the with core value. Um, and we say quite often that, you know, because the, the very nature and being of God is community, father, son, and Holy spirit, creator, redeemer, sustainer, um, and, and we're invited into that community. When we are in community, when we are with, we are most fully living into who God has created us to be. Again, the life that God intends for us. We're most li fully living into that. Um, and when we are alone, when we are isolated, uh, we're, we're, we're moving closer and closer to disconnection, further and further away from God. Um, and it's not in our human nature to to move toward community. It feel there is a lot of resistance <laughs> to that, you know? And so, um, but it is, that's where the spirit is leading us. That's where the spirit is nudging us. And I think too, you know, along with that, like joking about the affirmation that I need as well. Like we all have this need to be seen and known and loved, you know? Um, and at a get together in community, we offer that space, especially like through the practice of naming that we do, which I think is one of the most important things that we do um, as a church, um, where we are naming the ways that we see the image of God in another person. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why it matters. And like the, the get together, um, the questions that we ask, um, the practices uh, that we that we do together, whether it's lighting a candle, whether it's prayer, whether it is you know an activity that that we that we do together to get together, like each of those is helping our faith come alive. As you referenced, Ali, like it's taking what we talk about on Sunday morning and helping to make it just come alive, helping us own it. Right. right? right. Um, it's not just an idea. Then you know it becomes something tangible. Um, and I think that's the power because you know what what I view my job as on Sunday mornings is to just give you the pieces. You know, like I, there are Sundays where I don't necessarily tie things up in a nice, neat bow and hand it to you, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I'm giving you the pieces so that you can take them and work them out for yourself. Right. There's certainly like a responsibility, a personal kind of responsibility of that you have to take it on. But I think that like we have so many of those rituals built into the get together guide that can really, um, I don't know, be like transformative, I think in a way, I don't know. I'm just thinking like, this is random, but like even you mentioned lighting a candle and like how often I do that now. And every time I think about what we talk about, every time mm -hmm. we light a candle at the beginning of the get together and I can't mm -hmm. light a candle without thinking about that. And like, now I do it every time I sit down at this desk or yeah. sit down to read a book. And um, yeah, it's, it is transforming in ways that you might not even expect. Sure. Sure. So. Well, and, and we designed them right. So that anybody can participate um, from young to old, um, right. and everybody in between, you know, and, and the rhythm is pretty much the same from week to week. And again, you can pick and choose, um, but it starts with the candle lighting. And then there is a, um, a prayer to pray usually connected to whatever we've talked about that morning, um, or that Sunday morning, there are three questions for conversation that maybe start light and get a little deeper. Um, there are, and then there is usually something to read or something to watch that sort of connects with, uh, with the theme as well. There's generally a practice, something that you can do either there at the get together or something that you can do during the week and then report about it either on the online community or texting with, uh, with folks who are a part of your get together. 
Um, and then there is um, praying together and then there's naming um, like we talked about. And, uh, and that's pretty much the flow uh, every week. So. I think what you said is so important too, that it's, we try to make them as accessible as possible for a wide array of ages and life stages. Um, I mean, sometimes I think we're better at it than others, but we do our best. And I think because the beauty of it is that you can make it your own and you can kind of pick and choose around there and add in some of those shelf ingredients if you want to add something more. (laughs) Um, I mean, I think, I think that's what makes it so great. You're not, you know, you don't have to seek out 10 people that are of the same age and life stage that you are, you can do it with anyone that's around you. Um, Whether they're already a part of this community or not, whether it's your next door neighbor or a family member or a coworker or someone that you've never met before, but you found on next door. I don't know, whoever, (laughs) whatever. It can be anyone. Um, But I think, I think that's what makes them so great is that there is so much, um, ability to adapt while also having that structure that we talked about in those rituals built in, um, built in for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, um, can we invite Farron on? Yeah. I think we can invite Farron. We asked Farron to come. She's been, uh, going to a get together and I wanted to hear about her experience. Um, we haven't rehearsed this. So, I mean, and that's clearly that we haven't rehearsed anything tonight. Um, Farron, I'm going to invite you on the screen here. So much anticipation, so much build up. Yes. Oh, oh there's my face. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi, Farron. Hey, guys. How are you? So, you, I talked to you probably, I don't know. Um, I guess it was like August, you know, yeah. around July, August about the about the get together that was about to happen, and and you ended up um, going to Wes and Lauren's get together. Yes. Um, what was that like? What was it, your first time? What was that like? I mean, I was naturally nervous, but I had prayed about it. I I knew I needed this. I needed this in my life. I needed a change and I I was really looking forward to setting time aside every week or bi-weekly as our group does yeah. um, to just reset, get a little vulnerable, meet some new people and just, you know, have that spiritual community that I was missing so much. And so I was nervous, but I... You know, anytime you try something new, you just jump right in. And thankfully, I was caught by some amazing people. Um, They made me feel so welcome. Um, Immediately, I left there feeling like I I belonged in that group. And um, yeah, embrace the awkward. Exactly, Krista. It was, hey, guys, I'm just going to... You know, we talked on the Mighty Network for a second and I'm showed up and I'm taking this chance and it was well worth it. Um, The next get together was like I'd been there for weeks already. Um, And and I do think the way that the um, the get together guides are, it kind of it's not awkward. You have a exactly you have a guide. You 
you know, it's, you're not just out there by yourself flailing, trying to make conversation off the top of your head. Right. Uh, you, you have a safety net. And so that's really comforting. Um, I think. What's, um, what's the best part of the get together for you? Like if you could pick one thing, um, I'd say, so our group, I like hearing everyone's different perspectives because mm-hmm. um, we are, you know, different from each other. And, you know, this person brings this perspective because this is how they grew up. And, you know, we all explain ourselves. Um, and then you learn, oh, man, I can relate to that person because of X, Y, and Z. And it's just, it also makes you feel like you're not alone with um, with some of these conversations that end up happening uh, organically. And so I think, I think it's, I like learning about everyone's, I don't want to say spiritual walk, but you, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm not crazy like sometimes. Are in spiritual journey. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's yeah, so, so, I feel like I'm not crazy sometimes. <laughs> Write that down. That's good. Yeah. Cause I'm like, exactly. That's what I thought. And I'm not alone in that. It's, yeah. it's very comforting. That's good. Yeah. Allie, do you have, do you have any questions for Karen? No, I'm just remembering Farron cause I was a part of this get together and yeah. I remember in like the second week that you came and I think I awkwardly messaged you and was like, Hey, can I have your number? And it was really awkward for me to ask for that. But I think you're right. Like how quickly we were able, like everyone's able to get to know each other and how like, um, I just think that's like a really beautiful thing to feel heard and known and to have that space. Um, to speak your mind or to just be present if you don't feel like talking to you. Like exactly. That's it's a really safe, I don't know. I immediately felt like, man, this is naturally a safe space for me to be vulnerable if I want to, or if I don't want to, um, I can listen and I'm going to, you're still going to gain so much um, from the people around you. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Anything else you want to add or say? Um, no pressure. No. Um, well, I'm, I just, I'm thinking of someone in our group that um, I wasn't at the one on Sunday because I had engagement photos. And, uh, and that person, a person from the group who was a stranger to me, you know, four months ago, five months ago, uh, text me and said, Hey, Hey, we missed you today. And you know, I don't know. It's just really thoughtful. These, some, some of these people, man, the local church, <laughs> you've got some good ones. You really do. Oh, that's, I mean, and that's like, that's just it, right? Like to be seen and known and loved to have yeah. your presence matter that much that yeah. somebody would reach out and say, Hey, I missed you. Hey, we missed you today. I yeah. hope you're well. Yeah. I'm like, Oh man, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes like, you know, I, that it's good for me to hear you say that because I don't want to make somebody feel guilty for not being there. And so sometimes I will not reach out, you know, oh, um, I didn't feel guilty at all. I, that's good. Yeah. Well, you had I, engagement pictures. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah. So, so just really good to, to hear, you know, um, yeah, Krista says, as someone who rarely misses Sunday worship, 
It's difficult for me to assess how easy it is for neighbors who are totally new uh, to the local church to engage in the get-together. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to make sense of this question. That's a great question, Krista. Um, so, so basically, for people who aren't there on Sunday mornings, who aren't like watching Sunday liturgy, you know, how easy would it be for them to come to a get together? Well, we've had that happen a couple times. I mean, a get together, it's it's different. Um, man, I'm not answering this right. It's you're, you're doing great. It's just not this. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I, I would say there is um, plenty in the get together guides that, like we talked about earlier, you know, allows you to go deeper from what you heard on Sunday morning. And so it can like enhance that experience that you had on Sunday morning, maybe. Um, but there's also enough in it, again, that you can make it your own. And the questions are accessible enough and, um, you know, it's the stand alone with or without having heard the sermon or having read the scripture. And we 100%. read the scripture again on, you know, at get togethers, there's opportunity to read it again, um, to read it again there. So I think, and I think, you know, if you have people that aren't worshiping, but you are, well, then you have like this whole other new perspective that you can bring into the get togethers that they might not have had. And how cool is that? Like, I mean, we're just, Farron was just talking about how like we, it's so great to hear everyone's different perspectives. And like, that's just exactly what that is for you. If you're the only person in your get together, that's like been a part of the Sunday liturgy is that you get to bring that perspective, which might is brand new for all these other people. And that's, that's really cool. But they stand alone enough on their own. Um, there are enough other pieces. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, if they leave me like, wow, you were talking about this cool stuff. And now I wish I had heard that sermon. I'm going to be there next Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you can go back and watch it on Facebook yeah, again. Sure, I mean, that's sure. what's great about virtual church. So <laughs> I'm sorry, Krista. I didn't understand your question at first. But now Allie's helped me understand a hundred percent. You can do the get together guide without listening to that morning sermon. I'm no offense, Brent, but you can. So, I mean, you can, um, for sure. And, uh, I've actually, um, even done get togethers with just like some of my best friends a little bit. And I'm like, I just had to share this with you. And we kind of go through it and they're right there on the same page. Um, Man, we need to. I mean, um, I don't know if Chris has received any of the emails yet or anything, but they're they're really easy to follow. And um, yeah, you could you can do it with anyone, and they don't have to know about the, the sermon that morning or the sermon series. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it gets you kind of practicing talking about it too. I mean, there is there is a spot as well in the get together guide right before the questions start. You know, you know take some time to catch up. If you weren't, you know, if you weren't there, mm -hmm. ask somebody who, what, you know, what it was about. And, that too. Yeah. 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 You know, so much of what we do, we want everything. We want it to be in, an inclusive experience. And so um, I think that's a great question, Krista, because we don't want anybody to, to feel left out or feel like, you know, they're, they're missing out, you mm -hmm. know, um, we, I want to, I want to come alongside folks and I want other people to come alongside other people. You know, I think we're, I just want to form one big line, like side by side, stretches around the earth. 
that sad. <laughs> so, thanks, Farron. Anything else, Allie? What do you think? No. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a great segue. Thank you, Farron. I'm going to hang up on You're you. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you, guys. Um, that, was, that was so good. Um, that's a great segue, though, into our next section, which is, like, how to facilitate. What, like, what it takes to host and or facilitate. Yeah. Um, is this me? I guess. Uh, yeah, it's you. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I can keep um... segueing. I can keep, you know. <laughs> okay. Nope. This is me. Um, I'm putting a link in the chat. Hopefully that works to a TED talk. I just watched this for the first time. What was it yesterday or Sunday or whatever day it was? Um, but it's so good. And I think it's, it sums up nicely, you know, how to, get something like this rolling, um, where it starts with you, starts with one person. Um, and all you need really is just that one, that next person. And from there, there will be a next person after that and a next person after that. But you just need one other person to commit um, to, you know, doing this thing with you. And it could be as simple as your spouse or whoever you live with or your family members. You can do it around the dinner table. Um, or, you know, Krista, you're talking about your neighbors. Um, it could be your neighbors, or again, it could be your coworkers. Um, but finding a time that works for you all, um, and, you know, agreeing to, um, agreeing to committing to that time on a regular basis of, of whatever form that is, whether it's once a month, every other week, um, every week, if you're feeling ambitious or like you just really need it, whatever it is, there are your get togethers for every week. So by all means, you should do it. Um, but commit to it and um, and then just show up. And then from there, we give you the tools. Again, like Farron was saying, we have that get together guide that's in your email every Sunday morning. I think it shows up at like 1015. Um, so it will be there Eastern. for for you. Eastern. That's right. That's true. Um, but it's there for you to fall back on to guide you through the process. Again, the questions are there. So hopefully there's none. No, uh, you know, oh, what are we going to talk about next? Just follow the guide. Um, and then as you get to know each other more, you can continue to make it your own. Yeah. Um, and that's really meant to just facilitate the conversation. Like it's not about the get together guide, right? It's right. about the relationships that are forming. Right. It's about just being together. It's about the friendships that are happening. Right. Uh, because again, when we draw, when we move, the closer we move to one another, the closer we move uh, to God and, uh, and God's heart. And I think that's a key point too. You know, it's not about the get together guide. So if one question steers you in a totally different direction, then go there. Cause that's what it's go all about. It. Yeah. That yeah. conversation and those relationships that you're warming forming is what it's all about. Um, and I think, you know, in, in get togethers that I've been a part of, we have said like, okay, well, we're going to meet for an hour and then an hour passes and we're through like two questions and we're like, well, there's all this other stuff in there. Um, and so maybe you can fill it in later or fill it in the next time. Um, but again, the beauty of it is that like, it wasn't an hour wasted. It was an hour well spent getting to know each other and having some really meaningful and um, powerful yeah. conversations. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I, and I think the get together guide is designed to like, and we've mentioned this for anybody to lead them, you know, it doesn't have to be the same person every week. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and that's kind of cool too. I mean, we taught, I taught just mentioned, like it takes a little bit of that personal responsibility, but um, I think they are so easy to follow that anyone can sign up to be a part of that email list and to get them in your email. And if, as long as everyone has it, you can follow along and like, you don't, I mean, 
Maybe you have one person, whoever's hosting, light the candle, but otherwise you can all lead it together and all take turns, turn turns and just bounce around popcorn style or whatever makes sense, which takes some of that like host anxiety pressure that I know I sometimes get. Um, I don't know if anyone else does, but um, take some of that pressure off because you can just do it together, lead it together. Well, and so, so here are some possible excuses, Allie, and I want you to respond to them. Oh boy. No pressure. All right. Possible excuses for um, either not facilitating a get together or not hosting a get together or not going, not attending a get together. Okay. So um, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. I just don't think that's true. Like surely you have a neighbor or a coworker. It doesn't matter if they go to church or if they, you know, whatever. I think we can all name you know, two, three, four, five people that are in our lives that um, might be willing to get together and have a conversation. You yeah. can start there. When again, this is not about, that's great. Yeah. This is not about like growing the local church. Like, you know, right. this is not about like getting more people because on Sunday morning or whatever. More people. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. And we're not going to say no to that. Right. <laughs> but that's not the, the intent. The intent is relationship. The intent is the transformation that can come through that. The intent is letting somebody else know that they are seen and known and loved by God and by us, you know, uh, by you. And so, yeah. And I think, you know, I, I, it's, this is crazy because I'm just now thinking of this, but like we just moved to this neighborhood and we have brand new next door neighbors and we know their names, but we don't really know them that well. And this is such an easy way to get to know them better. Even though we don't know them that well, we know where they live because we live right <laughs> next door to them. So this is such a beautiful way to get yeah. to know people. Even if you sure. feel like you don't know anyone, this is how you get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Allie, what about this one? I'm not a pastor. How can I lead this? <laughs> Me neither. I've never been to seminary. <laughs> I don't know anything. So here I am. And anyone can do it. Like we said, anyone can lead. Um, you really don't have to come with any sort of background knowledge or schooling or anything like that. Um, I think as long as you know how to read. We then... give you everything. Yeah, we give you everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, I might get COVID. That's a good. Okay, this leads us to the whole like how to keep safe. Should we just, can we talk about that? Because I think that's a really good point. Um, that's a very fair fear of getting COVID right now. I think that's super valid and actually really important that you ask that. So um, there, the beautiful thing again about this is that you can make it your own. So whatever your comfort level is right now, when it comes to getting together and seeing people, you, you do. So I know for the get together that, um, you know, I was going to in Chapel Hill with Farron and, um, we we met outside every week. We were always outside and we always wore masks and we always stayed six feet apart. Um, and I think those are general good ground rules to make for anyone that's sitting together. You know, especially right now, we would recommend meet outside, wear your mask, stay six feet apart. It's also good to know who you're meeting with. So I think like knowing what everyone's level um, of not only risk um, and exposure risk, but also comfort levels is really important. So if you have someone that's a nurse and works with COVID patients all the time, um, you know, making sure that everyone is aware, like, hey, you're pretty high risk of having COVID. Like, 
and making sure everyone's comfortable with that. And then also just being honest about your own symptoms. If you're not feeling well, not showing up and not coming. Um, I think that's really important, that honesty there too. Um, but I think the biggest things, if you are outside, if you are wearing a mask, um, if you're staying six feet apart and not, you know, congregating around one table, the risk is really low in those situations. Um, but again, it is, that's a really fair question. And that is so real. Um, but it's just a matter of talking with the people that you're trying to get together with and doing it in a way that makes everyone feel comfortable. Yeah. That's great. Chief, chief medical officer. Brooks space for. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. La- last one. What if, uh, what if my friend, and this will lead us into the next section, but what if my friends get weird? Like what, what if uh, my friends get weird about it? Um, embrace the awkward. Yeah. I mean, we, Krista, you nailed that one. Um, I, I mean, I think that might be a risk, but a risk worth taking. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I I think like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. You know, that they, like, they're not going to disown you as a friend, right? Like, and if they do, were they really your friend in the first place? Yeah. And I think, you know, why, why are they getting weird? Because it's not for them. Well, if it's not for them, the beauty of the get together is that you get to make it your own. So mm-hmm. maybe you can figure out like what elements are for you all or yeah. and what aren't. And then the next week you can try something a little bit different. Um, well, and, yeah. And often any weirdness is, is not about you is, 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 right. is what it is, is there's something else, you know, going on there. And so, you know, maybe some curious questions to that end if you're at that place in the relationship where you can where you can poke a little bit right but but i think like taking the nike approach of just doing it you know and seeing what happens is yeah um is the way to go and 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 be authentically you mm-hmm. you know like i, I think and, and be honest about it right mm-hmm. like you can you can totally be honest and just say like hey my church is doing this thing mm-hmm. i'm really i don't know if it's gonna work you know but i'd love to have you a part of it you know, or, you know, you could say this might suck. Um, but let's try it. I'd feel better if you did it with me, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, or, uh, you know, and, and I think the other, the, the other piece is like, they might see how much you care about this. Right. Like that might be a, 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 a game changing moment, both for you and for them, you and your boldness to ask, Right them and seeing the passion, the energy, the excitement that you have behind this, that you want to share something important to you with them. Like that's huge. That's huge. And that has the potential to, um, I think really deepen what's, what's already, um, what's already there. You know, they might say, wow, this person is super compelled (laughs) by this idea. Why not give it a try? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think of um, somebody who uh, uh, who was in uh, who hosted a local table, which was sort of the um, the the get-togethers of the predecessor, or no, the local tables of the predecessor of get-together. Anyway, the thing that came before, uh, and uh, she was talking about how you know she invited her friends to um, to her home for one of these, and you know, what she said was that, that she never anticipated how cool it would be 
to go deeper with these friends, to share this piece of her life with them and for them to share that piece of their lives with her. Um, you know, they, they see, they saw each other all the time, but they never talked about this stuff. You know, they never talked about their faith. They never talked about Jesus. They never talked about the impact they hope to make in the world. Right. Um, and how that just took their friendship to a much deeper level. Um, and that, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, that's what this is all about. And so, you know, I think one challenge, Ali, you alluded to this earlier, like what's, what's, you know, who are five people? Can you think of five people in your life right now mm. who may be connected to the local church who may not be, again, they don't have to, this is not about, you know, mm, let's get them here or inside, you know, no, it's just about relationship. This is about transformation. This is about activating faith and making it your own. Um, but, but who are, are there five people that you might, you know, think about them right now, write them down. If you've got a piece of paper next to you, open a note in your phone. Are there five people and pray over that, yeah. pray over that list, pray for those people, you know, and listen to how God may be nudging you to start to get together with them. Um, are there five people in your life right now? Who, who don't need Jesus, right? Like, cause it's not about like something transactional. It's not yeah. about like you having a secret pill, but are there five people that you want to be in deeper relationship with? Right. That's what that, I was going to say, that you want to just go deeper with. Yeah. yeah. That you want to share a piece of your life with them. Right. Um, because you have found something meaningful here and why not offer that as a gift, an invitation to somebody mm -hmm. else. So, um, that ends the content portion. Uh, now comes the song and dance. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a word from our sponsor. Uh, I don't know. Um, are there any, Irene, you've joined. It's good to have you. Um, are there any questions? The waiting for that part. Any, any questions that we can ask Christy? You asked a great question earlier. That was awesome. Anything we've left out? Hmm. You know, and I think, you know, back to Jesus, always a good place. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and this is sort of that, um, that Muppet van, you know, bit, but, um, you know, when he's calling the disciples in the gospel of John, you know, he doesn't tell them where they're going. He doesn't, you know, um, he doesn't give them all the answers. He just says, come and see, come and see. Yeah. And I think that's the invitation. You know, we can tell you, we can spend another 45 minutes talking about how life-changing a get together ha could be. We can tell you, you know, for another 45 minutes, all of the best practices, you know, whatever, but really the words of Jesus in my estimation are the most compelling. And maybe we just should have started and ended there, Allie. Um, <laughs> hey, we're doing it now. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but come and see, right? Come and see. And I think that is not only the invitation for you as you are thinking about those five people, but the invitation that you may offer um, to them. So. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Krista uh, says, mention the areas on Mighty Network, North Chatham, Chapel Hill, et cetera, for making group formation easier. Yeah, on the Mighty Network, on the TLC Plus um, Mighty Network online community place um there is a, a section uh called groups and we have created groups 
for North Chatham, for Pittsburgh, for Chapel Hill. Charlottesville is coming. I better get on that um, uh, for your neighbors that you know their names. But, uh, but you know, that could be a place where you, you know, in that group, you could post and say, Hey, I'm trying to get to a get together together. I'm trying to get a get together together. <laughs> Maybe we need to rethink that. Um, <laughs> you know, anybody in, anybody want to want to do this with me, you know, and that could be something too, where you and somebody else go in together on this, right. It doesn't have to just be you, right. But you can, uh, you could say, Hey, I don't want to do this by myself. Anybody want to do this with me? Jesus sent the disciples two by two, you know? And so, um, yeah. That's really That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Krista. Oh, there's a question in the ask a question. Oh, this is from Irene. Sorry to have missed the beginning. Do we have a directory of TLC members contact info? Yes, we do. Um, so I think the Mighty Network could be a really good place because you can chat within there. You can send private messages to people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also um, our church management software is called Breeze. Um, it's it's I can't swear to how clean and efficient the database is currently. Thanks, COVID. Um, but that is a goal for this year uh, is okay. to get that cleaned up, it, but it, it's mostly good. It's mostly good. And so Irene, if you want access to that, you know, I can definitely make that give you access to that. Um, I don't know how up to date it is, but it's there. It's there. Also feel free to reach out. You know, if there's anyone um, in particular that you're looking for contact information for, we can certainly help Sure. get those individuals. All right. Well, this has been good. I hope. I think. I think it has. I hope so. And uh, you know where to find us mm-hmm. if you have other questions. So, and and you know, talk to Farron too because she's definitely the expert. Um, as somebody who, uh, you know, has has kind of been through the whole life cycle of a get together. Right? She was there. Yeah for the first time now she's in it you know i guess the next step Farron, is to start your own um well, she said she has she's, she's been doing it oh that's her. right that's right she's really nailing it that's amazing that's yeah. amazing yeah that's so good so all right well thank you friends we hope you have a good night thanks for uh spending this time with us we'll see you soon bye, bye.